Hi, this is Suzanne Eder. Welcome to my podcast, The Alchemy of Self-Love, which is all about supporting you in realizing the glorious truth of who you are as a vibrational being in a vibrational universe to create a life that lights you up. Today I'm being interviewed by Katie, and Katie lives in Florida. She works in retail. She is very spiritual and found me via the TED Talk on YouTube. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be with you. I'm very excited to talk with you. (laughs) Me too. So right before I turn the recording on, uh, Katie and I were talking about what we're going to be talking about, and I'll turn it over to you, Katie, to ask the question. Yeah, so I have this question that I've been wondering about for a while. It's about it kind of like my environment that I live in kind of spurred this question about how to protect myself in um, not-so-healthy environments, um, especially when it comes to people watching the news um, or like in the other room or just, you know, teasing and stuff like that. So um, just how to how to practice self-love in in these situations. Yeah. That's such a great question. It really is because, yeah, in some part of our lives, we're interacting with others mm-hmm. who it feels challenging to be with in some regard. And obviously if you're living with multiple people and not everybody is you know, of a like mind and with similar intentions, it, it can mm-hmm. feel really difficult. But I really like... First of all, when you asked the question, I think you used the word protect, but then when you circled back around, you asked mm-hmm. it the question in terms of self-love, and I really like that orientation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Depending on how long any of us have been on the spiritual path, a lot of us were exposed to the idea of protection, right? I don't know about you, Katie. Right. Yeah. Back in the day, I was taught, you know, surround yourself with white light. Like, you know, that was like, you know, create an mm-hmm. image of being... Yeah. I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah, so that so there was this idea of exactly that protection, you know, almost putting a shield around ourselves. And mm-hmm. um that I think that has worked for many people and uh, but the reason it works fundamentally is that in doing it you believe you're protected. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. So, it's what yeah. we're really talking about here is learning how to sustain a vibration at a certain mm-hmm. level, regardless of what is going on around us. Right. And right. in the world of energy, we're not really putting like a shield around ourselves as much as we are uh, tuning ourselves to a certain vibration. You might think of it as, you know, the people right now in my in my living space are kind of operating on channel three. I'm going to maintain my vibration at channel 10. You know, the the idea of, Mm -hmm. you know, sustaining a different vibrational frequency. Um, And again, that does, you know, when when we can do it, we we do feel safe. We feel sure. We feel, in a sense, protected. But the reason I don't like the word protect is that it can create this image of, you know, like a shield or a boundary. Mm. And Mm -hmm. when we're using that kind of, of imagery, um, it can create a sense of separation from others. It can create a sense of needing to to defend the boundary. Like, oh, oh, gosh, what, what did they just say? Are they tr- trying to, you know, encroach on my boundary? So it mm-hmm. actually can promote within us a certain stance of defensiveness. Does that make sense? 
No, it totally does. And it's, I've never, honestly, I've never thought of it like that. Like the fact that it could create some kind of separation, you know, like, um, and that's definitely not what I want. I mean, maybe I want separation from like the negativity, but not people, you know? So I'm going to kind of take a circular route here. That what you just said is prompting mm-hmm. me to offer this um, term that I use called the open-hearted no. Uh, now, this isn't exactly the question that you're asking, but it's it's similar enough that I want to I want to talk about it a little yeah. bit here. Yeah. A lot of people have the experience of being asked to to join in something. We're right? like, hey, can you come sit down with us and watch the news? Or do you know like you know we're, we're like to, to yeah. participate in something or to do something? And a lot of us have sort of gotten in the habit of just you know saying yes so so we don't hurt their feelings mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and then realizing over time that that doesn't really work because then we start to feel either depleted or resentful or both and so mm-hmm. then what often happens is people say i've got to learn how to say no i'm going to set a boundary here i'm just going to set a boundary here and so you know it's a yeah. it's, it's kind of more of like a hell no you know <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, that kind of a that kind of a no is is one that's that, that's still kind of fearful. Like if I'm if I'm not firm here, they're gonna they're gonna come in and encroach on my boundaries. So again, it it kind of triggers that inner defensiveness. So mm-hmm. there's a what I what I coach people to do is learn how to say this open hearted no. So I'm saying no, I'm saying no to to this offer or to this request. And I'm literally leaving my heart open because I'm not saying no to you as a person. I'm not saying no to connecting with life. I'm just saying no to this specific thing. Right. And in saying no to this, I'm saying yes to myself. I'm saying yes to what matters to me. So does that make sense? Yes, it does. It's like honoring ourselves. It really is. And so you can kind of bring that, if you can just kind of feel that, like feel the the difference between a boundary no versus a thanks but no and i choose to do something differently in honoring myself that that sort of a mindset that sort of a vibrational stance is what you want to cultivate more generally in your living environment right it's the yeah, like, it's just yeah. knowing that you absolutely have the right the the ability to say no, even if it's not verbally, like people probably aren't saying to you, hey, come watch this news with us, <laughs> but, <Right>. but you're <laughs> hearing it, right? You're hearing it in the other room. or So even though it isn't the same kind of a situation as I just described, what we're after here is the ability to internally say no to it, like no, that has nothing to do mm-hmm. with who I am, yeah. but keeping your heart open to yourself and others. Right. Yeah, exactly. I like I like that latter part a lot because still being open, you know, like you're not denying everything of everybody. You're just denying that one request, you know, and yeah, yeah, being true to yourself. I I think that speaks a lot to um people when you can say no and some people might get upset, but other people might respect you for it too. Well, that's right, and we have, of course, no control over their their response. That has to do with how mm-hmm. they feel about themselves. Um, but it's but you're right, though the the difference between the open hearted no versus the defensive no is that it actually is more likely because it's a higher vibration. It's a it's a more 
it's a stronger, more trusting, more respectful vibration, that it is more likely that they'll feel it that way, that they won't take it personally. They won't feel like, you know, that you're somehow mm-hmm. judging them cause that's, because you're not, you know. So mm-hmm. right, uh, it's right. just a different inner stance. So, um, and I, whenever I say open heart or no, you can't see me, of course, because this is a, an audio mm-hmm. podcast. But I, when I can, I, I really do literally place one hand on my heart because when we're making contact with ourselves that way, when we're when we're uh, when, we, when you touch into your heart, it automatically creates a shift or an expansion of focus from the head to the heart. Mm. And mm-hmm. in doing that, we're inviting the heart to stay open, the heart center, the energetic heart center, to stay open. We're reminding ourselves that this is my intention. My intention is to honor myself by saying no, again, whether it's a verbal no or whether it's just an internal no, I don't want to pay attention to that news program. Just the touching in to the heart or of the heart, it helps to reinforce that intention and keep us feeling feeling safe and loved and relaxed. Right. So it's yeah. simple. I know it's, it probably sounds too simple to be effective, but I've I've learned over the years that these, these simple things that we do are very effective if we do them um, you know, with a loving intention. Mm-hmm. Yes, loving, like, and supportive. Like I heard one of your other podcasts and um, you use that word supportive. That's a powerful word, I feel like, you know, when you can be supportive, especially of yourself. Um, there's this other woman that you remind me of. Her name is Kristen Neff. Have you heard of her? She studies self-compassion. No, I have not. Mm-mm. Oh, okay, okay. Well, she also mentions putting the hand on the heart, too. And it's funny because her and I share the last name, same last name. So, you know, it's kind of like we're connected somehow. I don't mean that to sound weird, but... <laughs> oh, it doesn't sound weird. I think these are, these are the little ways, the little delightful ways that source or the universe or spirit, however you think of that, um, helps us to to feel supported and to think, oh, this 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 is one right. that resonates with me. It helps us to recognize the messages mm-hmm. that that are helpful to us. So I think it's delightful. Right. Great. I am too. I'm starting to think that too. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like the idea of self-compassion and putting the hand on the heart, you know, when you have a, when you can make a minute to do that and like really feel that um, and go in. There's someone that I know that would think that's absolutely absurd. You know, I I think there's a truth to it. I really do. And if they tried, um, maybe they'd find out. But I remember in another podcast um, that you did as well, maybe that person's just not ready to hear that or not in the same place as we are or I am. That's right. That's exactly right. Funny, if you think about it, the idea of protecting ourselves against negativity, it actually reveals that we don't quite trust ourselves. We don't quite we're not quite honoring our truth. Let me see if I can, can find better words. On that? Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna see if I can find better words yeah. for that. I'm not quite getting the the That's essence okay. of what I wanna say. Well I guess what I wanna say is if I'm thinking in terms of protection, that means I'm feeling vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And if I'm feeling vulnerable, that means I'm in this moment not 
in in harmony with the the glorious truth of who I am. Mm. So when I know that that I am an extension of source, when I know that that I get to choose how I focus and and how I respond, and I get to choose to live the life in a way that matters to me when I have when I'm in in harmony with the full knowing of who I am or a fuller knowing of who I am than the normal then mm-hmm. I it's easier for me to recognize that no matter what anybody else does it really doesn't affect me unless I allow it to mm-hmm. or another way to say it is uh when we're trying to protect ourselves against negativity we're we're giving our power away to the negativity. It's it's like we're assuming that that is more powerful than we are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. It's um kind of like also like how you're just or how I'm just focusing on at times just the negativity instead of seeing the beauty in things and you know, kind of focusing on that instead of negativity exactly because what we focus on is what we invite more of into our lives just because that's Mm -hmm. how focus works as we focus on it we are giving it we're empowering it right we're keeping it active yeah so it's sort of back to the same point i was making at the start that that's why i love the word you know how can i love myself into a higher vibration is really what the question because if i keep thinking in terms of protection Mm -hmm. that means i again i see myself as as wobbly and not able to sustain a high vibration and not able to shift my focus away from what I do not want. Now, having said all that, I know how difficult it is when, I mean, literally when you have, like TV in particular, when there's a a loud, when the news is on or something that's really just, ugh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, really, so not what you want to be hearing. It's, It's really challenging to look for something Positive, but here's here's a simple another little simple thing that I do. One of my one of my personal mantras is, you know, something good is coming from this. Something good is coming from this. Oh, I love I love that. I really like yeah, that. Yeah, so simple. And uh, even if in that moment I can't imagine what that something good is, just reminding myself the good is always flowing to me. Good is always flowing to me and through me. And if I can just relax about it then something can shift. So I use mm. that in those, you know, I, I use it a lot, but, you know, I think it's maybe particularly relevant here when it's when it really is difficult in some of these situations. You know, like you said, somebody might be talking and making fun of somebody else and you just don't want to participate in that. Mm-hmm. Of course, you don't have to participate in that, and I'm sure you don't. But yeah. sometimes these inner mantras can help us just, again, shift our own inner stance about it so that we're not pushing against it. Mm-hmm. Now, when we're when we're actively thinking, God, I hate this. I wish they would turn that TV off. You know, we're we're focusing on the very thing we don't want. We're trying to now we're not trying to in that moment, but in in essence, it's like we're trying to push it away from us. Right. Yes, that's and we, that's similar to what I say, Suzanne, <laughs> about the TV. I say you know, oh gosh, I wish they'd you know turn it off and change it to like at least golf or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yes, and I get that. And so, but that's actually, I like that piece. I wish, wouldn't that be great? Like that's kind of a nice, that thought you just shared is is actually a really um, helpful one. It's like, oh, wouldn't that be great if they could turn it to a different channel? Mm. Even if they're not turning it to a different channel, your willingness to hold that thought, mm. if you could just yeah. hang there with it, you know, like I would love for them to have a different channel on. Just, just you mm-hmm. holding that thought helps you. It keeps your vibration from getting more and more embroiled in how much you don't like what's going on. Does that make sense? I see. Yes, it does. It does. Yes. Maybe it's not, the news isn't necessarily something to hate or not like, but maybe it's just the people just speak a different language there and their awareness is different than ours or mine. So if, if we can see deeply into how they speak, then... Maybe we can still, you know, tolerate it and understand it's just a different form of communication. I love, always love the approach of looking for what's good in something. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. My hesitation here is around the word tolerate. What I would never want to encourage someone to do is just learn to tolerate something mm-hmm. that they simply do not want. So what we're talking about here, really, Katie, is learning to love and honor yourself, sustain as high of a vibration as you can, non-resistant to what's going on, with the understanding that a shift will occur. So either you'll you'll end up moving to a different living situation, or something will mm-hmm. shift in the house. And do you know what I mean? Not right. So that you resign yourself to, <laughs> you know, to right, right. We're not, we don't want to encourage that kind of a, I might as well make the best of it mindset, other than as a temporary, like, okay, let me just, let me see if I can soften around this. It's just mm-hmm. the way it is for now. Certainly not my preference. It's helping me to become really clear about what I do want. It's helping me to get really clear that there is a different way of looking at things that matters to me. And it's right. helping me get clear that I matter. Like, this is partly what it's helping you get yeah. clear about, that you matter, you matter what you want. So, you know, if you can kind of hang out there, hang out in the I matter place mm-hmm. and what I what I want matters and and then just, you know, and see where that takes you. Um the mm-hmm. key though is your own how you feel internally about you and at the de- right. desires that you have for for different kinds of programming and different you know, different kind of world view. So, and I appreciate you um, speaking up about the word tolerate, these specific words that I'm using. You're helping me become more aware of my language and, you know, what the words really mean or what what they do say, you know? <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up because I this yeah. is partly what I'm very sensitive to. And it's not that I'm trying to encourage people just to, just to stop using one word and use another, but usually when, when we just say a word it does reflect kind of how we feel. Mm-hmm. The encouragement to find a different word isn't just to find a different word for the sake of finding a different word. It's, it's, a, it's an encouragement to find a different word that expresses how you want to feel. Yes. Yes, exactly. Anyway, I think we're at about our... We're at about 20 minutes here on the podcast. So, hey, I <laughs> thank you so much. I'm really, really delighted with, with yeah. how this has and I hope you've gotten something useful from it. Absolutely. I actually was taking some notes while we were talking, so I'm going to remember this. 
<laughs> thank you oh, good. so much. I'm, I'm so glad. Well, then, I uh, thank you again, Katie, and thank you, the listeners, uh, for listening to this Alchemy of Self-Love podcast. If you would like to be a guest interviewer on a future podcast, please email me at Suzanne at SuzanneEater.com. And for more information about my work, please visit my website at SuzanneEater.com. That's S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-E-D-E-R, all one word, dot com. Thank you again and have a lovely day.